0: Hello, this is Andre. And Anita. We talk about parenting, love and life skills.
1: Our family of six makes sure we always have something to share. The devil can play rock and roll and play music at all.
0: He doesn't any no melody, no Hello Andre. Hello Anita. Are you finished playing with your toy? Uh no, no, no. <laughs> You're well, this not was do this. opening
1: a can, which led to some very interesting results in our audio studio. That we well, our
0: microphone is a little bit too sensitive. It's it really picks up very sensitive. much.
1: It's it's the time of the month, you and, know, what? the week. The week, I meant the week.
0: <laughs> what are you talking about? Because
1: when you then, record by yourself, it's usually okay. If we just do it, you know, us us two, it's yes. really sensitive.
0: Oh, it's more sensitive then. It is. In a way, it is. I don't know if it has to do with uh, this little thing that you put, like, on the microphone. The you pattern. Can do something for the pattern just, detector. Yeah, mm. if you record just but on your own, or mm. if you record together, and therefore, I don't know if it has it's to do with it or not.
1: Technical magical mystery doesn't
0: matter. Today we're going to talk about the book from Kim Brooks. Oh, and the book is called Small Animals. Kind of a weird title i don't even know if it really fits but she starts by talking about this incident where she had to go catch a flight and she had her two children with her
1: mm-hmm.
0: a baby and a four-year-old mm-hmm. and she still had to catch and uh, like she had to buy something at target she wanted to get some headphones whatever for the flight because she's really nervous mm-hmm. about flying mm-hmm. and the four-year-old didn't want to come into the store so he wanted to continue playing on his iPad? Of course. Okay.
1: I can totally uh, get that.
0: He, he was allowed to do that? Like she put the children's safety on and everything. It wasn't hot. There was no danger of overheating. And she just went inside with the baby while the four-year-old was in the car, in the shadow, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you kind of can over-imagine what happened later.
1: Of course, a lot of finger, fingers pointed and uh, a lot of drama surrounding the car. And maybe a fireman trying to open the car. am <laughs> well, I, am I get, going yeah, the right direction
0: okay. here? No, it, it's not that dramatic, but
1: oh okay. Um, she actually was
0: even able to to drive home, but then she got a phone call
1: mm.
0: because somebody uh, noted like the car regi- the car.
1: Well, what's Plate this uh, number? In which country did this happen? America. In America. Okay.
0: But I'm still wondering, I mean, these kind of things, they could even start happening here in Germany. Yes. Yeah, maybe. I, yes. Mm-hmm. I already, I have already seen certain women looking very skeptically whenever you wouldn't take care of the child as much as they would want us to be, mm. you know, overviewing them. At all times, mm-hmm. but this whole story—that was like the um, Osloer the—it um, it, it ignited her idea mm-hmm. of writing this book because she was so, you know, there was no real danger. There was uh, nothing that could really go wrong. Like she was only a few meters away from her child, mm-hmm. and there was no bombs or real threats or hang like cliffs. Um, uh,
1: like there were no yeah. other. But there was a parking lot. Dangerous. I guess. It, it was
0: a parking lot. There so, was nothing like really dangerous going yeah, on. Yeah, but a
1: four-year-old could climb out of the car, wander around. It was locked.
0: It was there was a children's safety in it. Okay. He wasn't able to come, like even to get out of the car.
1: Alright.
0: What could have happened? And then she's putting like these two different dangers. Like, how is it possible that we're worrying so much? Uh, about the safety of our children in a situation like that and then there are so many other situations where there would be real danger Mm -hmm. um, in front of our children and that's something that we don't really care about
1: Mm -hmm.
0: that was uh, the ignition for the book in a sense
1: okay this sparked her well the beginning of a book
0: yeah and I I was uh, thinking about uh, even starting talking about the um, experience that we've already made because like I would say that we as parents we are already more laissez-faire
1: you mean us you You and me Mm -hmm. yes you
0: and me than other parents apparently I mean this is what I've observed in a sense you know like our boys they were allowed or they were even obliged to walk to school on yeah, pretty much like day eight, day seven. Day eight, yeah, because I we know.
1: practiced beforehand.
0: We practiced beforehand,
1: mm.
0: but they were still little, in a sense.
1: Yeah, but, but there's an overbearing nowadays at times, I think at least. This is where I protect your child until he's, I don't know, 16. And uh, then he doesn't know how to fight for himself or fight for his on his own. What, he shouldn't fight for yeah, him. Yeah, well, or... fight, but, you know, live on his own. Everything has always been, you know, pampered with, uh, I'm going to do everything for you, darling. This you can't do with a single child. But for us, it's basically out of necessity. Because I, I it would be, be able a logistical to... nightmare no. to drive everyone. And now we've got four kids going to four different places in the morning. How should you manage that? And with a single child, it's maybe easier to... You know, try and protect them it at all times at all times every single second as much as you can because well you've got the time.
0: <laughs> and see actually I wanted to talk to you about another book beforehand, but I couldn't find the the link that I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And that was written by a woman who is very much influenced like she is, an American, mm-hmm. but she grew up in India until she was I don't know ten or twelve I don't know pretty mm-hmm. young when they moved to America, and then she at some point she started mixing those philosophies that are Eastern and the Western philosophies together, like the mindfulness practices and the um, the Western how to be efficient how to be strong mm-hmm. um, philosophies, and. She came up with a new view on parenting where I also thought this is only possible if you have one child. Or maybe like two parents who are also focusing on parenting like all the time. Yeah.
1: Because. What was her view? Like, sum it up in maybe one, two points.
0: Well, you have to anticipate every emotion that your kid might have and then um, think about when, how you would act appropriately. Because sometimes you could overreact, sometimes you could underreact. Sometimes you're you are supposed to let your child fight its own way, and at other times you are supposed to carry your child and support it. Mm. It sounded very much like you have to be the kid's therapist at all times. You have to be its um, guidance, best friend, everything, mm. uh, guru, and like everything at the same time in a mm. sense. Sounded very exhausting.
1: Yeah, stressful. <laughs> so I was like, I was going for stressful, but yeah, I mean, you can do that if you want to be the overachiever of the year, I guess. But then again, no, if what... you want to write a book about it, or oh, write a book, yeah. I mean, I, I put it down negatively because I think um, if you lose yourself, your character, and everything you do in your child, you're probably gonna be disappointed, and your child might not. It might not be very beneficial to your kid. In the long term,
0: yeah. Well, you can still get disappointed when you have four children, yes. and you try to do <coughs> <laughs> true, things yeah, as we do them, and then we find out. You know what? Um, we've tried many different approaches, mm. and with some kids, they kind of worked. And with some other kids. They did not. Oh, not so much. And,
1: which is okay. You live and learn, I guess. But in the end, um, you have to define a goal. Um, maybe, or you know, have a long-term goal for your kid. And ours was, uh, I think we, we talked about that extensively, but to uh, have them um, have a strong character, to not be bullied in a way and not be a bully and to stand up for yourself and for, for themselves basically and um, that they can determine what they want to become later on oh by the way them emotionally as strong as possible without depending on us for their emotional strength uh, in a way
0: yes but or and (laughs) i i just heard about this um I'm listening to, to another podcast where somebody is analyzing the three different dangerous characteristics that every one of us has, mm. but certain people have them much, much more in a much more unhealthy um, balance. way, balance, mm. than other people. And one of them is Machiavellianism. You mm. have a narcissism, psychopathy, and mar- Machiavellianism wow
1: I, I'm not gonna repeat that the last I'm just gonna one, along, dear the <laughs> last one
0: can be very very in a way all of them can be very dangerous and and detrimental for your child's development but I guess what he found out like because he has men, he's done many many um not studies. studies. He, Observations. he did those durch Abfragen. Like questionnaires. Questionnaires. Yes. Mm-hmm. He did them like among many, many people, mm-hmm. like many, many uh, surveys. Mm-hmm. And he found out that especially when kids have been bullied when they were young, mm-hmm. they would develop Machiavelli- Machiavellianism.
1: Can you sum it up in one sentence what that means? That's
0: how you are starting to manipulate people. You are somebody who Ah. is... You don't even care about the feelings of the other person. Like, Yes, you do in a sense, but Mm. it's always about getting... You want to achieve your goal. You you want Mm -hmm. to achieve a goal, and it doesn't matter how you use... You're pretty much using people Mm -hmm. towards your goals. Okay. The problem with it... I mean, of course, if you reach your goals, it might be something positive for you in the moment, Mm -hmm. but usually these people are also... Um, attracting these kinds of people. They Mm. usually don't ever develop healthy relationships. And also even in business relationships, they usually um, attract other Machiavellianism Mm. people. And he said that, you know, being bullied, it doesn't always mean that the parents messed up, Mm. that they haven't strengthened their child enough. Mm. Um, Because in certain environments there is just much, much more bullying going on and depending on where your kid comes from, like imagine like a kid from a um, Amish family and uh, this is like maybe extreme, going to a normal school, mm. he might be very much bullied even though he can do many many things that those other classmates are not able to do, like he is strong in another sense mm. but because he's so different he gets bullied, true and especially if a kid is being bullied for a long period of time, his advice was take them out. Like in his past, he would be like, oh, well, bullying, what's the big deal with it? You know, mm. I mean, that's not so bad. And once in a while, being bullied, maybe it makes you even stronger. But if you're being bullied for a long period of time, that's going to have an effect on your character long term. Mm. And so that's definitely a red flag and take your kid out. Of that environment sometimes it's necessary
1: okay that was a long speech yes oh <laughs> it was but basically take take your kid out if, if you see uh, this happening okay out of the yeah, scenario there, there can
0: be um detrimental effects in the long run and i think like in our school i don't feel like anybody has been really badly bullied for a long period of time. It's not, I, I don't not know. very much
1: culture. In, I, I think uh, at least to my knowledge, it wasn't It depends. Culture. Like
0: the class of our oldest, yeah. he has told us about two kids who have been bullied for a long time and there have been conferences in his school several times. It seems to be like sometimes there is a different atmosphere or different character. Um, kids from a different background or... Um, social class or whatever, when they come together in a certain place, all together, probably more bullying is going on there. And we both, both of us, we have been uh, of gymnasium, Mm -hmm. like some certain type of school
1: Mm -hmm.
0: where this was not so much of an issue.
1: Well, can happen in any class or any, I don't know, combination where characters meet. Um, I don't know which is more prone to bullying, but... I mean, if the kids kid, have
0: been bullied by their parents,
1: yeah, maybe that as well. And sometimes they've got trouble at home, so they bring the trouble at school, and then taking it out on the uh, perceived weak kid helps them dealing with their own issues in a way or the catharsis or something like that. I don't know. That sounds wrong still. Um, for us, it is important as parents to teach our kids how to deal with that how to deal with being bullied and talk negatively about, and how to not uh, be a bully themselves. And so far, I think it worked out fine. Right?
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, we know that some of our kids have more problems at school than others, but also we know that they're pretty much accepted. Like, they don't have difficult characteristics or... Um, let's say they all have friends they're all capable of finding new friends mm. and they can be fair towards each other And but at the same time um, let's say one of our kids he has more problems finding friends because he doesn't feel relatable to anybody else in his school
1: mm, doesn't and, and he doesn't much. feel mm.
0: attracted to anybody else like it's it's mm. Um the kind of interests that the boys in his class have, mm. yeah, no way,
1: <laughs> it's a boy, yes, yeah,
0: and he he doesn't share and, and even the girls like they're they're always um you know, they always fall in love with somebody, and uh they're they're always talking about each other, like they're gossiping a lot and There's stuff drama. like that, and those kinds but of he's things not they're into not that. Mm. he's not into this. There's nothing that you can, you know, click onto and, and try to relate to. And therefore, I even think, like, as long as he still has some friends from the old good old days,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's fine. Why would you try to connect with kids that are, you know, maybe even more trouble? Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, maybe so, yeah.
0: And he's still not, like, he's not being
1: disrespected. Yeah. That's not the case. And that's an important part for us. Definitely. Mm-hmm.
0: So the author says we manufacture fears to justify moral judgments about our uh, about other parents, who we believe are inadequate.
1: Mm. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'm, I'm...
0: It, this is what like what is being manufactured when you look at other parents who are not watching their kids twenty four seven, who are not. Mm -hmm. we are like us, I guess. I mean, we're not judging them because we are
1: those parents. Yeah, pretty much. Maybe. And we made a decision to be those parents, though. Well,
0: I I just... Like, one thing that has been really interesting to me for a long time already, Mm -hmm. it's not just... It doesn't even refer only to parenting, but to so many other things as well, where I... Wondering how these trends—I—I feel as if it's a trend. Like in our childhood, it has not been modern to accompany your child all of the time on the way to school, for example.
1: Yeah. Like
0: how this can become something that almost all the parents are doing now, whilst in
1: our childhood it would have been weird. Yes, because the importance of children has been raised um, a lot. Dramatically. Dramatically. To the point where you put him or put her, your kid, on a pedestal. you know, Pedestal, pedestal that one. And um, idolize it, her, she, and, you know.
0: Well, you know, our youngest daughter, she mm-hmm. has a friend now. And the exactly mother, the month. mother, mm-hmm. she, she, I, I think she was like thirty nine when she got her child, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like she was older, and she already knows that there is not going to be any siblings for the kid, and she worries about so many, 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 many things.
1: Minor things in our minor things, point of view.
0: or I just have to say a sentence, and mm-hmm. she's already judging me. I felt like. Like she's um, citating some other parenting
1: book. Maybe she should have a parenting podcast. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. How to protect your child from, from bees. Nasty parents like us. <laughs> Nasty parents, yeah. That let play kids in the dirt. and. Uh...
0: She was complaining about those playgrounds where kids were able to play with water without any shadow protecting them. Okay. Where they would be... In the middle of the... Sun. Like, that's why she doesn't ever go to those playgrounds.
1: Yeah.
0: And her daughter had to ask if she can have a cucumber, mm. if she could eat it, because maybe there is a too far of a time gap between her eating something and then brushing her teeth the next time. Okay. And once I, I told our daughter, like, you know what? You're able... Like, you may... Get your shoes. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, you know, you don't have to continue playing here. You can already get your shoes, you know? Mm -hmm. And then she was like, you just, you told her that she can, she may have them. You have to tell her that she doesn't have a choice. She has to get them Mm -hmm. because otherwise. And I was like, well, I cannot win. (laughs) You're like, everything I'm saying and doing is wrong, apparently,
1: you know? In her mind, it might be so, and maybe rightfully so. So that's when you listen to her podcast and see what she says about stuff. I don't think she's ever going to have one, but... Well, we never know. Well, yeah, and she's protecting her child. So the the point being that um, raising your kid shifted from something um, that came naturally, in a way, and where you didn't think about it too much, maybe too little... In, in the past yeah. to um you really have to study hard do some exams and uh listen better, to parenting podcast. L- l- listen, <laughs> that's what you're doing right now and uh be a pro parent you know a professional parent i don't know maybe it's yeah we've been putting too much stuff in our mind you know making worry too much i guess yeah. as well in a way
0: we're kind of like being um Sarcastic in a way because we're criticizing ourselves as well and what we do. Because
1: yeah, a little bit, yes, <laughs> I,
0: I think that's fine. We can do so.
1: Sure, we can criticize you ourselves. We can be honest with you. You know, you Aaron. don't really
0: need a parenting podcast, yeah, probably. That's true. Um Especially if if you have a life and maybe you have a job as well, and mm-hmm. maybe you have more than one kid. Maybe there's not that much time left for you to worry about every single word that comes out of your mouth because otherwise you might damage your heart, your kid's heart.
1: What, what's it called, the, the, the Ursprungsvertrauen? Uh, uh, yeah,
0: this, the, uh, the
1: root trust, maybe something like that. must be something different. The, the root of, the trust root or whatever. There is
0: like a signal word in German, like something that you can always... Destroy. Um, how you can make a With really bad conscience in mm. somebody else. Yeah yeah you know trigger whatever
1: you say you're gonna destroy that Ooh, you destroyed trust. that yeah. basic trust uh,
0: you've destroyed it by saying that
1: by by talking harshly yeah
0: <sighs> now your kid is destroyed and you're gonna have to save up for a therapy later
1: yeah also know that therapy is needed for all kids at all at times, all times for, and for us as well yes yeah. and for us as well yeah. we're all damaged and thank you for that industry Hallelujah. <laughs> oh,
0: and then she actually mentions. Uh, Wait, actually, back to the author. To the author.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Poorer mothers are more likely to be at risk of so, societal judgments about parenting decisions. Um, she found out, like, whenever poorer mothers are um, neglecting their children or letting them go to school without supervision or whatever, like, whenever they're doing the same thing that she did, they usually would. Um, get a harsher reaction by Jugendamt, you know, uh, uh, by whatever law youth, enforcement unit, law enforcement
1: unit, kids, then
0: yeah. she would have
1: like child care. Oh. Yeah.
0: I mean, it even starts by like, what does the car look like? Mm-hmm. What do the kids wear and how do they look? And maybe they there is some more judgment going on because, well, but at the same time, you're also gonna have to i just know about a family with low societal or class um, mm-hmm. um condition okay and both of the parents are taking drugs you know okay and she's changing partners all of the time i mean sometimes some of the prejudices mm-hmm. Not all of the time, but sometimes...
1: It's what's called prejudice. It's
0: worth looking at it. Like, the prejudice... Um, like, we have this word of cliché. I mean, there's one in English as well. The cliché one. Cliché works as well. And a cliché, usually it has a reason. Because otherwise, it wouldn't be a cliché. Probably. And therefore... yes, I'd, I'd rather go a, case it, by it, case. It's not though. just... Yes, you have to go <laughs> case by case. Definitely. Um... If the car smells like something funny, like something has been smoked in there, mm. yeah, maybe you can have a second look. Otherwise, yeah.
1: But, but the point being?
0: The point being is, yes, it is. Uh, lower classes are being judged more harshly.
1: Okay, that's, that's the author's point.
0: The author's point, yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying maybe at some cases there might be a reason behind it. Yeah. yeah, but with higher classes as well. Uh, I don't know. Is the, do they, and... Higher
1: classes can just hide it better.
0: Yeah, yeah, probably. The...
1: Yeah. I don't
0: know. Or they have different problems. They don't have drug problems, but something else like
1: Like not spending anger. time with the kid problems. Yeah,
0: neglecting. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Okay, parents are not giving their children the freedom that they need to have fun and learn how to be adults. How to be adults?
1: Yeah, I agree with that one. Because here's my theory. Um, We try and uh, try to raise our kids to become um, responsible, to to act like adults real quick. You know, those sitting still in school and uh, listening for someone telling them what to do and whatnot. And uh, whenever they act out, you know, if they want to play like in a restaurant, um, you have to go, no, you have to be quiet. You have to be reasonable and use your logic and whatnot. And um, I appreciate that we do appreciate the playfulness and the childishness in our boys who are a bit older now. But still, uh, there's something emanating from them It's that to me seems pure. It's pure childlike behavior that is not tarnished by adults' thought and the adult sense of sarcasm, irony, and uh, maybe, even, uh, how to put it in words? The, the this oh well, oh he's a grown up now, yeah. But rather he is still he can still be enthusiastic about stuff, about things. Um, he can still have fun and and you know be himself. childlike spirit. Child- yeah. And I would counsel anyone that you would nourish this spirit as long as you can because it's going to be over at one point or the other and then it's gone and for kids to grow up at i don't know at the age of of 10 and be like like an adult you you rob them of um well a good childhood i'd say
0: okay i understood the sentence totally differently Mm -hmm. totally differently because i thought of Um, Well, parents are supervising their children at all times. They probably wouldn't ask their children to go to the supermarket and and buy something, for example, because that would be too unsafe. But if you give them the freedom to do so and to experiment once in a while, like here's some money, you can get something for your own. Mm. You can choose, you know? And you can also choose, like, when to get back home. It just... Just come back home before it's dark, you mm-hmm. know. There's some limit, but at the same time, they're free to choose their ways and so on. These are the kinds of things that they also have to learn in order to get to be uh, to become a normal adult who knows what they can do and what they cannot do. Mm-hmm. That's how I understood okay, it. Okay, I understood in the sense of... there are so many kids that mm-hmm. that cannot even do those kinds of basic things and. Yeah. In a way, I don't feel like our kids are that self-sufficient yet or as much as they could be, should be or whatever. Yeah,
1: but again, back to the but... being a child and having a protected childhood, that goes along. And of course, they should you know, be able to tie their shoes. And, and, and here it comes. You can send them on errands and they can buy stuff from the store and they come back with the order that you gave them. Yes. So... You know,
0: if I tell the big one if you tell yes. the big
1: one of course but that's why he is our firstborn and you know he carries all the responsibilities yeah and maybe our 2nd like is... to take care of the others <laughs> yes oh dear so maybe this is his role in life to take care yeah, of others that's your toll <laughs> maybe maybe but yeah um, maybe I understood the sentence wrong but this is still a, a valid point that I'd like to make because Wait, I you think you can connect both of them yeah Yeah, you connect both of them. But um, I think that's really important that you give your kid a good childhood and not expect him to grow up uh, too soon. Because once childhood is gone, it's gone. And then there's no looking back. And the purity and maybe the innocence as well that I do appreciate is uh, gone too.
0: You know, just one thing that kind of worries me at times, Mm -hmm. or I don't know if I should be proud of it or be worried about it because... I feel like, except for the youngest, who doesn't talk about this yet, but the other three, all of them have, at one time or another, said something to uh, to the meaning of, "I don't want to become a grown up. I, I don't. <laughs> I want to stay a child." You know, mm-hmm. um, and this is something that I never felt like. I never. Thought I want to see a child. I don't want to like. I don't want to become a grown up. Like, because your
1: childhood didn't rock as much, to be honest, honey. Did you
0: feel like that? Did you always wanted to stay like be a child? No, I just enjoyed
1: my childhood.
0: You did, and and have you ever felt like I don't want to become a grown up? No,
1: because I enjoyed it up until I got I don't know nineteen or eighteen, basically.
0: Okay, and then it started to become. Badly?
1: Yeah, then it turned out not so well, Well, <laughs> in a way. But uh, up until then, you know, everything was peachy. Now, yeah, well, not really, but most of the time.
0: Okay. Yeah, but I'm just wondering, do, do we make it more hard for kids
1: to go if it's
0: too nice,
1: you know? No. This is... I know. If, if you ask our, mean... our oldest this same question, I think he'd... Tell you, give you a different answer. Yeah. Hmm. It'll give you a different answer because I'm I'm putting out the benefits of being an adult slowly but steadily. Because our second one is asking, why are you allowed to play computer games even after you know eight o'clock? I say, well, I'm an adult. <laughs> I bought a home. And if you want to move out and have your own flat or apartment or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and you can decide on your own, and it's all yeah. up to you—yeah, of course—nobody is going to ask for you to make any points. You just have to earn money
0: to get there. Okay. See, um, yeah. Okay. Maybe this is just going to have to grow on them. Still, I feel the world is developing in a, in a way that doesn't really prepare kids for adulthood. Um, efficiently, in a sense, because mm. reality might not be as nice all the time. Like there might be some interruptions sure. in the future. Sure. And we are being so, you know,
1: Pampering, cuddled, cuddled you know? and
0: pampered all mm. the time. I don't know. I mean, there's, feels...
1: of course, there's there are certain realities that hit you more as an adult, but um, there are things they have to learn for themselves as well. We weren't all prepared. We had to figure out things yeah, for ourselves yeah, as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, but that's this is exactly what I want, wanted to say because um, the, the biggest truck that I got was when we had our firstborn. <laughs> and it was Suddenly, no fun. It, I, like Nobody ever... Like, nothing <laughs> in my whole life. Even... And, and I didn't have, like, this pampered childhood as others had it, mm-hmm. you know? And, and that was not... I feel like in in my generation or our generation, whatever, it was more harsh than it is nowadays. Like it was a little bit more harsh, not that much, but still, I felt like nothing prepared me for motherhood. In like, there was nothing coming close well, to it.
1: then again, you moved out at the age of twenty, right or twenty one. Uh, 21, yeah. Yeah, 21. So, How would your parents prepare you for motherhood in any capacity?
0: Well, I don't know. Like, if we would have been slaves, we could have... <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, all right. Back back to reality, honey. <laughs> I mean, this could go some places. I don't know if we want to go there, though. Maybe it's fun. <laughs> I don't know. But like, if, if they, we, we were if slaves... If they would have woken
0: up, us up like... Uh, every third night, three times in a row, whatever, yeah. and yelled at us. Okay, and... then
1: you'd be prepared for motherhood. <laughs> I
0: don't know. Like the the most shocking thing for me, like I really, I really, I can remember those thoughts so well still mm-hmm. because they were shocking for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It felt like I don't have a life for my own anymore. Like a big part of me. It is died like that. at that moment because yeah. I could not even decide when to go to the toilet. There was. Nothing that I could further decide on my own anymore, Mm. any longer. There was this little baby deciding my life, you know. And it would be screaming at all times. I would put so much effort into it, you know. Mm. And what would I get as a
1: thank you? Screaming. Screaming. And then again, only, I should have gone like, only army. 14 years later. I should have, have gone to the army. <laughs> that would have been it. Yeah, not the same thing.
0: Maybe, uh, yeah, in a no. sense. But, no. No. Yeah, yeah.
1: but well, there um, first, first, firstly, um, 14 years later, he turned out really well. So all the yes. effort was not in vain. Secondly, yeah, stop. Um, but no, stop. Now we kind of have to
0: interview, because, um, okay, our child, he was. Um, he was not as other children like having a baby is always difficult ours was even more difficult because we had a one of those screaming Screamous. children there is some you, you can uh, there's a diagnosis for it whatever i don't know like he was screaming quite a bit like much more than usual children Ten months. which we didn't know at that time so i didn't feel like we were prepared at all but then at the same time i feel like there are so many uh, young adults who are not even equipped to have a marriage that holds up, Mm -hmm. even without children. Mm -hmm. Your friend is a great example, um, Mm -hmm. who has had this dream wedding, you know, this awesome wedding. Mm -hmm. And his, yeah, his whole marriage lasted one year. Less than one year. Less than a year. So, you know, if they cannot even withstand that kind of a stressor, Mm -hmm. how do you... I, I also know about many single moms who split when the kids were very young, mm-hmm. and I don't really have to wonder why because it can be very stressful, which we've experienced as well. yeah,
1: I sent you an article today um about that topic, and um, he just uh, the article just suggests that if you're expecting kids um take one and a half years off of your life. Until you can start to breathe again and then function as a normal couple. And in that time, um, talk about stuff, you know, talk about expectations. um, But know that a lot of things are on hold for this period. And go into pregnancy knowing that. I guess we didn't know. A lot of other people didn't know, and um, that's what causes. This is something a lot of you fringe... don't really talk about, right? No, they, nobody talks about it. But you can prepare your kids for that. You can give them a doll that does baby-like behavior, wakes <laughs> them up at three, you know, and simulate everything. There are stu- there are toys that do that. I know. I, I don't know why you would put your kids why? through that, <laughs> but it could be a fun thing, no. and we would talk about it on the podcast. It would be another topic. Yeah. And this is how our 10-year-old handles being a mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know, but it no, could go no, maybe... This uh, is something we,
0: we, we would have to give them mm-hmm. as soon as they have a girlfriend
1: mm-hmm. and they
0: start kissing, you know? And as soon as we catch them doing that, they get that doll and they're going to be punished by it for at least a year. We could do that. I think that's a good idea. We could do that. And then we talk about this whole, um, you know... For uh, so um,
1: Byproduct and protection mm-hmm. and how anti-pregnancy stuff yeah yeah We could, we could of definitely do that. Yes. Mom, I have a girlfriend now. well, here's your fake baby. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> mom I broke because up with her. we're
0: not going to take care of it
1: <laughs>
0: if you make her pregnant this is what you're going to have to yeah, deal this with this is
1: great parenting we advice. have to have like this,
0: and we also have to get them ready it might be a screaming kit you mm. know like the jeans and so on maybe
1: maybe, maybe there is baby maybe there's some special like software that the, you the can make level, yes. the highest
0: level the most
1: difficult one yes that's the one we're going to have to ask for that's, that's going to be fun <laughs> but mom I I didn't want this for my birthday I said well you're getting it anyway
0: (laughs) No. this could be so much fun we are actually disqualified (laughs) for being parenting podcasters maybe yes but oh no uh, and you actually ah you told some other colleagues that we have this podcast
1: yes of course and they're not gonna listen to this hopefully we we never (laughs) know but um, I think it's good advice Put your kid through <laughs> this is what your action could result in, and, and and then give him, oh, give him then a flyer of true love.
0: They're gonna have to work as well, you know, because they're gonna have to earn have to their living as well, you know. Yeah, and then they get a tent in the backyard, that's where they're gonna sleep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think this is taking something it too like far. That. But the baby thing that would definitely be, um, that's yes. level
0: zero, you know, mm-hmm. and they're gonna have to understand that as well. Mm-hmm. It's a, a higher level to yeah, it. That's, well. that's,
1: that's a good point. Yeah. And this is, I think, uh, to how to create responsibility for your own action. This is the result of, um, yay, it's so much fun having a girlfriend, yay. But it's not so much fun. Well, we'll definitely come back to that as soon as we hear the <laughs> stories of, I have a girlfriend now. We're still waiting for that. I'm still pretty happy that our oh, old is kind of, nah, not interested. That he's not you. Yeah. I'm so glad about that too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's good to know.
0: I'm still like I'm still furious <laughs> at your parents in a sense because
1: mm-hmm. they didn't give me a doll. They,
0: they, yeah. First of all, <laughs> and they they always talk about it with pride, and I'm like, what's wrong with you?
1: That's uh, because, but what's I'm I, I was I was a social socially likable boy, you know
0: yeah and then they're like yeah impregnate everybody
1: that's great <laughs> well, hey no, we applaud it no, that's no, awesome oh, not everybody i'm serious i was not that bad
0: you just started with nine no earlier oh, no. being like in love with everyone and everything
1: yeah but that's more i was more interested in 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 girls than than other boys so yeah
0: still weird you're a weirdo. <laughs> going to have to look at you well, like that. Honey, but, but honey, I have to remind well. you, I have I to don't... remind
1: you, I was just weird enough for you.
0: See, <laughs> and, and I didn't get interested in the uh, in the other sex when I was like, it started with when I was 18, 19 or whatever. Good for you. And before that, they were like, Good for you, because honey, annoying.
1: true love waits, right?
0: I don't know. Is it something I should be proud of? No, but, but I, I
1: take away from, from, from this episode, I really take away that we will, as soon as we hear those words, mom, I have, or dad, I have a girlfriend now, we're gonna buy that doll. That's that's a given.
0: Can they run around with a, like, a heavy sack on they their belt? They go to school
1: with that thing! Yes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they you bringing a ridden. doll to class? <laughs> because I have a girlfriend. Because <laughs> otherwise, we're <laughs> gonna scream. And like me? My parents made me do it. <laughs> so much fun! So much fun! I mean, this is this is why kids are really a lot of fun because <laughs> the stuff you can do to them, and and of course every kid needs therapy anyway. So you know, <laughs> feel free. To try things out. Okay, I think not even Aaron is going to listen to this. No?
0: Yeah, I, th- I think to Aaron is like having fun, dear.
1: This is horrible.
0: <laughs> they should not have a microphone. Okay. I- I think this is enough. Like, <laughs> we cannot top this okay, in yeah, any way. Yeah,
1: we, we cracked the keg and uh, now <laughs> it's drinking time. So thank you for listening. Yes, <laughs> it thanks. has been a pleasure. As always, honey, thank you <laughs> yes. so much.
0: You're welcome.
1: <laughs> Cheers and uh, have a good night, Aaron. <laughs> Bye. Bye.